My name is Brianna Gonzalez, and you're listening to Just Doing My Best, the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I hope you guys are having a beautiful week. Um, if I have moments where I pause for like a second, it's because I have hiccups and they literally won't go away. Like I've tried everything to get them to go away and they just won't. I don't know why. I literally haven't had hiccups in a really long time and just now when I'm deciding to record, I fucking have hiccups. Um, okay. So in the last episode that I posted, I basically was talking to you guys about how like where my head is mentally um, with my, my future and what it is that I want and how, you know, the three things you have to be is present, positive, and patient. patient. And so I really took that in consideration and I was, you know, really focusing on how I want my, po- my how I want my podcast to look. And I really feel like the start of this podcast, I really wanted to just, you know, share my stories, talk about things that, you know, are going on in my life to give advice or just to like have a platform to talk about my feelings you know instead of just keeping them always bottled in but to make a podcast everlasting and long as long as I could possibly make this go a lot of shit would have to happen in my life to come up with something every week you know and a lot of the time when I was talking about the certain things that I was doing and going through, I didn't really feel, I didn't feel so super connected to the things that I was talking about, and the advice I was giving, you know, like, sometimes I'm, you know, I was talking to you guys, and I kind of needed to take my own advice, but I wasn't really listening to myself, and that's not to say that I'm not going to continuously talk about, like, shit that's going on in my life, or just talking to you guys about life in general, things I've went through, I'm just going to do a different, like a little bit of a change so what I want to do with this is I just want to talk about the the shit that I enjoy talking about so music books art things that I love to do and it comes from a place of learning learning that you know to be spiritual you really are trying to connect to your higher self and then your in turn your higher self is really your inner child when you are little and when you're first born into this world, you really don't have a lot of influence and, um, what's the word, training and how you're supposed to think and control, basically. You aren't really controlled. The world is your oyster. You see it how you want to when you're little. And that's not saying that you're just living in a fairy tale land or not seeing life realistically. However, you still have a childlike joy where you laugh at things and certain things are entertaining to you and you have a great time and enjoy your life the way you are when you're a child. You don't really have a lot of worries to deal with. And I didn't want to really put myself in a box when it came to this podcast or anything that I put out there creatively-wise because I just want to be able to show you who I am and if you connect with me, connect with me, and if you don't, you don't, but for the people who are going to connect with me and still want to listen to my stuff, um, today's episode is going to be a review on an album that actually just came out on Friday, and it's a black pink album called Born Pink, um, and I wanted to share with you guys my review on this album because I love music. Um, I've loved music ever since I could possibly remember in all types of ways I've loved music like I've loved music and musicals I love a lot of different type of music music that isn't entirely English I don't care what it is I love it and so I was like okay well what is it that I want to do for this week's podcast and I really wanted to do I was like okay, well, Blackpink's album is coming out on Friday. Why don't I do a review on it? Oh my god, I'm so sorry with these hiccups. They're really pissing me the fuck off. I'm hoping that as the podcast goes, the 
fucking hiccups just go away. Um, but I do apologize if that's really annoying, but I don't want to wait on this to record to when it stops hip when I stop hiccuping because I don't know when the fuck that's gonna be. But anyways, yeah. So th- this week's podcast is gonna be Blackpink's Born Pink review album re- review. So for all of you who guys who are not who are listening who are not familiar with K-pop um or who are not familiar with Blackpink specifically, a little bit of information on the members and the entertainment industry and stuff like that and just Blackpink, certain information about Blackpink. So first off, they're signed to YG Entertainment, which is an entertainment company in Korea. It's one of the big big 3 um out of or big 4, I think. They're four SM, YG, JYP. That's a big big 3. Yeah, so they're part of the big 3 entertainment companies in South Korea. And but they're also in signed to Interscope Records. Um and that is an American record company, I believe. And um their fan name is Blink. That is a fucking cute ass name. I love it. I think it's so f- perfect for you know, their group name is so perfect with their their fan name. I think it's so adorable. But let's get into the members. So the first member we have is Jisoo. I'm going to say their stage name and I'm also going to say their original name. So Jisoo is her stage name, but her real name is Kim Jisoo. So she really didn't change her stage name to her actual name. Um, she is the lead vocalist and visual. And vis- visual in um, K-pop is like, I mean, it's in the name it's what you first see when you see the group but that's their they base the group around her her face her style her vibe like they she is the it girl for the group if that makes sense um she is a capricorn she's born on she's born on january 3rd 1995 period girl i'm january 4th i was born january 4th 1998 so me and her are like besties, sisters. I love her, whatever. Um, so next we have Jenny. Her name is K- Kim Jenny. So again, she didn't really change her name to her stage name. Um, she's the main rapper and lead vocalist. She's also a Capricorn. She's born January 16th, 1996. Um, and she lived in New Zealand for five years. So she speaks very fluent English. I believe she has somewhat of an accent, like a New Ze- Zealand accent. Um, which is really cute. Jenny is actually um, starring in The Weeknd's new TV show or movie. I'm not a, sure if it's a TV show or if it's a movie. I think it's called Idol on HBO. She's actually in that show. She like plays the main character's friend in it. I haven't watched it yet, but I for sure, for sure will be fucking watching that. I am so excited. I love when K-pop integrates into American entertainment. I just think it's so... So cool, because let's take a little break from the group members. I've been in, I've been invested in K-pop in a re- for a really long time. I started listening to K-pop music in t- 2011, um, and from 2011 to 2014 is when I got was really invested in K-pop. Like that's the only thing I consumed. It's the only thing I listened to. The only thing I watched. The only thing that I loved to do in 2020 from 2011 to. 2014 and for those three four five years k-pop was not in america i mean the only song that was in america was probably size gangnam style which is everyone knew what that song was and that kind of got k-pop on the map but it that he didn't really continue his career in the in america like his other songs weren't as popping in america as they were in korea but I'm now getting back into K-pop this past year, so not this past, well, I'm still, this year, around Feb- March, April is when I got back into K-pop, um, so I'm so happy to see that K-pop has grown within the years that I was not involved in K-pop. I'm so happy to still know that K-pop really put its feet in the fucking sand and got into the the western world and really ingrain themselves in it into our entertain 
been like you see them on tv you hear them on the radio you listen you hear them in the gas stations like in restaurants it's like really really put themselves out there actually yesterday on saturday i was at green and berry which is like a acai bowl place smoothies earthy green foods like that kind of stuff that's a restaurant um here where i live in florida and oh my god i'm sorry um I was, like, going through uh, Jenny's IG because she just popped up on my Instagram. And I was, like, oh, let me see if I haven't, like... Because you know how IG is kind of, like, wishy-watchy with their feed? Like, they don't show you every single thing like they used to. So I just went on her feed just to, like, make sure I didn't miss any posts that she made. And it was so crazy because literally one of the songs that are I'm going to be talking about today was playing in that restaurant. And I was just, like, oh, my God, it's so cute. I love it. Anyways, moving on. Next, we have Rosé. Her name is Roseanne Park. She's the main vocalist, and she's a lead dancer. She's Aquarius. She's an Aquarius. Her birthday is February 11th, 1997. She was also born in New Zealand, but she was raised in Australia. So she speaks fluent English. And then we have Lisa. Her name is Panpriya Manoban. She's the main dancer, she's the lead rapper, she's a sub-vocalist, and she's the maknae. Um, maknae me- means the youngest, so she's the youngest of the group. Um, but I kind of, I think that in this group, usually in K-pop groups, they have a leader. And and this group, I don't think they actually have a leader. I think this is the one gr- group so far that I've come across that doesn't have a leader. Um, because if they had a leader, they would have written it into their profiles but they didn't even see that anywhere so I guess they just make it as known that Lisa is the youngest out of the group she's an Aries and she's born March 27 1997 she is from Thailand so she out of the rest of the group is the only non-Korean in the group she actually won best k-pop award for her solo La Lisa um in this year's VMAs so go Lisa. Woo, I'm proud of you. Um, Lisa is definitely my favorite out of the group. I absolutely adore her. Um, and she's actually the m- most famous one out of the whole entire group. Like, she's the one who makes the most money. She's the one who's most known in the whole world. Like, the whole world knows who Lisa is. And I'm not just saying that because that's not true. I'm saying that because it is facts, bitch. She has she's she's that bitch i love her she dances amazing she is a great singer she has a cute voice i love her voice and but i most love her her dancing i love her fucking dancing she is that bitch when it comes to dancing all right so let's get into the album so the first song in the album is called pink venom um this song they sing in korean and in english um, so the introduction to this song is very, like, Bali music. It reminds me of pop, but mixed with Bali. Like, Bollywood, you know, it was like, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you say, when you hear Bollywood. That type of music is, like, the beginning of this song. And it starts with them chanting, black, pink, black, pink. Almost like, uh, you know that, like, I don't know if you've ever seen that clip of a man like singing with or not singing but he's using a flute and there's like a snake coming out of like I don't know something that he's it the snake is inside of like a uh something I don't know what the fuck it's called but the guy is playing the flute and the snake is like almost dancing to the music that's what it kind of reminds me of the first like beginning part of the song so the lyrics for the song are basically them saying how they're pretty yet dangerous um the song is about you know them being venomous and but they're beautiful they're beautiful women who are venomous like watch out bitch i'm gonna get your ass i mean the cover of the album is like it looks like two spider fangs like that's the whole premise of their album is centered around this song um this was the first single that they came out with um for this song or for this album this was a single that they came out with before this album was actually released I'm going to play a little bit of the chorus for you guys just so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Black, 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 black,
So that right there was like the Bollywood thing I was talking about where they go into like a black, like they chant their name as they're singing, you know, or as the beat, the Bollywood beat is playing. But this is the chorus of that song. Alright, so that right there is the chorus of this song. Um, but you pretty much get the premise. They're basically saying like, this is that pink venom, this that pink venom, taste that pink venom. I mean, fire. Like, they're basically saying like, I'm going to take your soul and the way I'm going to take your soul is you're going to taste my venom and it's basically going to paralyze the fuck out of you. And yeah, I'm a bad bitch is pretty much what they're fucking saying in this song. Then right after the chorus, they right after the chorus they sing, they go right into the rap, and it's pretty much the rap is in English, and it's both Jenny and Lisa singing, and it kind of changes it changes from a Bollywood pop beat to like a hip hop beat, and I love the breakdown between like you're you know they're taking they're splitting up the song but it still meshes so well together and it's so fucking good i love that so in the second breakdown of the main chorus the first half of it lisa's voice is so freaking cute and she says this that pink venom this that pink venom this that pink venom get him get him get him that is so i love her voice it's like so childlike and i love how tiny her voice sounds it makes her feel like a baby almost but not in like a fucking creepy ass way but more of like it's endearing i love her voice i think it's really cute and it suits the song it's like a it's supposed to be a hard you know like beat and it's supposed to be a hard lyrics but like i love how she makes it look seem like so like sexy and cute i love that and the typical like style for blackpink's music they usually always have a breakdown um, where it's just instrumentals and you know they do like a different part of the choreo whereas you know in the beginning of the songs they're always like dancing to this like the style of the, of the choreo is the same but then the instrumental breakdown they do like a little bit of a different type of dance and that shit goes motherfucking hard I live that and they also make like the sounds with their mouth like in hit you with that you know that song and this one, they also have, like, a, a gun sound um, coming from their mouth. So they, like, do... Alright, so you see what I'm saying? Like, period, bitch. Yes. Like, they come to get you. Better be afraid. <laughs> Overall, I really love this song. Um, like I said, it was a single for the album, and it really, for my, in my opinion, it really set a high standard for what this album was gonna be because it was a single, and we all knew that this album was coming out after they their hiatus after two years. This is the single that they come out with for the precedent of what this album is gonna be like. So we're all sitting here like, oh my god, this shit's gonna be fire! Like, this is gonna blow the fucking house down, boots, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like that is amazing and it's such a catchy song like you could pick up on the lyrics really really quickly and overall because this song and because k-pop in general is dancing you dance with the song it's not just you're singing the song or rapping the song you're also dancing to it the choreography for this song is oh my god it's chef's fucking kiss I am definitely gonna try and learn this dance this choreo dance and if I try and learn it and I actually you know get it good best believe i'm posting this shit on tiktok i don't give a single fuck i am in love with this song and i mean they also performed this song on the vmas when lisa won her award they performed and they performed with pink venom and i'm kind of jealous that i not jealous but i'm kind of mad that i didn't watch it i have a you know my bias group is bts however i really love blackpink i just recently got into blackpink i'm not normally a fan of girl k-pop groups they don't really gravitate towards me but K blackpink is like on a different level they are definitely more westernized than a lot of the other k-pop groups that are out girl k-pop groups that are out like twice and stuff twice is very bubbly pop and i'm not like a bubbly pop girl like i really like my r&bs i like my sultry music and i feel like that's what blackpink gives me but 
like I'm just uh, I, I don't know I'm just so fucking obsessed with this song I love 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 this song um they have a music video to this song as well I was gonna do a like a music video music video breakdown of this but I feel like they would have gotten this podcast to be just way too fucking long in my opinion so I might do like a a review of this music video on my youtube channel so if you do want to follow me on youtube channel i'll leave the link in the description of this podcast episode so you can follow me there so if i do make a video of it you'll see it pop up but yeah their outfits their hair their makeup fire like every single scene their makeup was amazing their outfits i love them i love lisa's like orangey pink hair i think it suits her so well and then Rose with her blonde, I love her blonde. I think blonde really suits her. I don't think if she did any other color. I mean, if she did every other color, she still look beautiful. But I really like the blonde on her. And Jisoo is, like, beautiful in her typical black Korean straight hair, you know. And Jenny, the same thing. I just love their outfits, their makeup, everything about it. The scenery was the, you know, the music background, the music video was so fucking beautiful. It kind of reminded me of the Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga song. I'm not sure I don't remember something about rain I don't know something rain on me that I'll that music video kind of reminds me of that in one of the scenes of this music video and it also has like where the breakdown is with the it has like another different scene and it kind of reminds me of like um a video game like they look like they're dressed in video games especially Lisa she looks like she's like in a video game her outfit is like a video game-esque outfit I don't know how to describe it but yeah, so that's Pink Venom. The next song is called Shut Down. This is a Korean and English song. The opening of this song is a solo violin, and then it drops to a hip-hop beat, and then they sing Black Pink in Ye Area, which is a typical signature lyric for their comebacks, and they usually do it in almost every song. They always say, Black Pink in Ye Area. Like, that's just what they do, and I love that. I love that they have a signature. I think that's so fucking cute. I wish BTS had a signature. They don't actually have one when they come back with music. You know, it's just fucking BTS. Like, you get what you motherfucking get, you know? This song is a bad bitch anthem. I'm gonna leave it right motherfucking there. It's a bad bitch anthem. Opening up, Jenny and Lisa, they're saying, it's not a comeback since we never left, which is true. I mean, the girls never left. They're always in the media. They're always in the in the know everyone knows about everything they're doing you know Lisa was at a I think she was at a Celine she was in Paris I know that she was in Paris with Young from BTS and I don't I don't know the other guy I'm not really familiar with the other guy I think he, he's from another group or he's an actor I'm not really sure don't don't hate me because I don't know him I think his name is Moon I don't fucking know I'm not even gonna try to guess but they're always in the know-how. I mean, they were just in the VMAs. Jenny is in a Western movie or TV show. Like, they're always in the know-how. It's a comeback. It's not a comeback since we never, never left, honey. Just because we were on hiatus doesn't mean we weren't out, bitch. Best believe we were out. And they're going to let you know that they were out. The fuck? I mean, it's black pin, pink. Like, what do you mean? And then in the lyric. The Jenny, Jenny and Lisa, they're saying, bark because the leash on your neck is mine. Excuse me? Uh-uh. No, she did not. No, she did not. What do you mean? Bark because the leash on your neck is mine, girl. So I'm going to play for you just the beginning half of the song, and I'm going to try to also play the chorus for you. So here we go. So yeah, that's the first half of it where I was talking about the signature that they always do. And then after the chorus, they sing in Korean, but the bark because the leash on your neck is mine, that is in that verse. And I'm just saying in English because obviously we're not going to understand what the fuck they're saying in Korean. At least I don't understand what they're saying. So I kind of looked up all the lyrics in English. But I was just taken aback by that because I'm like, you know, K-pop, they're very sweet. They're very like 
cute girls, you know? So when I read that, she said that in English, I'm like, yes, bitch. Make sure they motherfucking know. Bark because the leash on your neck is mine. She's saying you're my property. Like, whenever we come around, we shut the motherfucking shit down. I control you, bitch. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. But um, the next part of the song is Jisoo's solo. She does it in the pre-chorus. She has a solo in the pre-chorus. And her voice is absolutely angelic. I love her voice. So let's listen to it real quick. Right there, you heard her, baby. I love that little ending that she does with after each sentence. I think it's so cute, and her voice is so angelic to me and so soft and like almost like honey. I love her voice, and I love the fact that they, you know, really went hard with Jenny and Lisa's verse before the pre-chorus, and then they go into the sweet, subtle, honey-like voice of Jisoo right before the chorus. I think it's so cute. But let's listen to the chorus real quick. that right there girl like you can't tell me you're not gonna sit there and be like looking yourself in the mirror while you're doing your makeup and being like yes i love oh when i i've listened to blackpink's music while i'm doing my makeup and i just feel like the baddest motherfucking bitch in the game you know what i'm saying like that is the whole point they make you feel like you're the baddest bitch because they're the baddest bitch and the only baddest bitches listen to blackpink you know what i'm saying like that's just the vibes and right before the chorus in the pre-chorus, Rose says the iconic line, Praying for my downfall, many have tried, be- baby. Catch me when you hear my Lamborghini go vroom, 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 vroom. She's saying, bitch, like, many have prayed for my f- downfall, but I'm going to get in my hop in my Lamborghini, and you're just going to watch me speed away in my nice-ass sports car that you don't have. You know, that's exactly what the fuck they're saying. And all I got to say is, when we pull up, you know what's the shutdown? period i mean we already know that as soon as you backpink steps into the motherfucking room it's a shutdown and that's exactly what they're telling you it's game over as soon as they step in the motherfucking room and then after that the verse two it's jenny and lisa rapping in english and the lyrics once again go fucking hard they say bunch of wannabes that want to be me me three if i was you need a lesson see these necklaces see these dresses we don't buy we request excuse me that bitches don't buy their shit they are gifted they are requested is what they're saying lisa is like a what's the word she's a face for celine and best believe i'm sure she's not buying any of her celine gear i'm sure she's gifted them or she's requested them like the fuck and obviously the other girls jisoo jenny rosé like they're all getting their gifts and their designer brands from people who are gifting them to them because they're what black pink like i'm on the fucking said and that's the basis of this song they're just basically telling you when we pull up you know it's a shutdown i'm gonna drive my lamborghini right in your motherfucking face because i don't give a fuck i'm black pink i am jenny i am lisa i am jisoo i'm rosé this is me this is who i am if you don't like it i don't give a fuck is what they're saying this is another song that you're really able to sing like when you hear it once or twice like i can recite the the chorus many times because it's a really easy song to sing which i actually love about blackpink i love that they're able to give you music that anybody can sing and you can like pretty much get down in like two three time listening to it um this is another favorite of mine from the album and this actually also has a another music video so the first two songs the album have music videos i haven't watched this music video yet because like i said i want to do a uh, music video review i know it's going to be a little late from other people doing their music video reviews they usually do it the day it comes out but i haven't watched it because i want to save it for an honest reaction so if you guys want to watch that too please make sure you go on youtube and watch those videos I'll be so excited to finally watch it. I love, love, love their music videos. K-pop music videos are just like chef's kiss. They know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they got good production people, good lighting. 
oh my god I just I would love to be in the room when they're making a music video just to see what the fuck you know goes on they have like behind the scenes when they do stuff but like it's not the same than being there you know what I mean so the next song is called type of girl this is an all English song um it first starts off with a melancholy beat with the piano it's almost like a lullaby but the beat quickly drops into the first verse and they say type of girl you want to ice up make me freeze type of girl you want to wife up sign the pre so let me real quick play you that song just so you can hear how this sound goes I love that Jisoo was like, type of girl you want to wife up, sign the pre. <laughs> the girls who know, know, and the girls who don't, don't. Make sure you have your man sign a prenup, especially if you got money, honey. Especially if you have your own business. Make sure you sign a motherfucking prenup. And I'm glad the girls know. I am glad the girls know. This is another bad bitch anthem. But in a sense where they make sure the man knows that they're not just a housewife and something to make you look better. They have their own money and they know how to use it. The fuck? I mean, for example, the lyrics say, I bring money to the table, not your dinner. Both my body and my bank account, good figure. <laughs> she said what? She said, both my body and my bank account, good figure. Oh my god. Mouth dropped to the floor when I heard that line. I was like, okay, uh-huh. She's letting y'all know. My body, my bank account, good motherfucking figure. The pre-chorus is also fire, and it kind of flows to a cute melody after it being so hard, but it picks right back up in a talking singing for the chorus, which is, in my opinion, chef's kiss. Now I'm going to go ahead and play the pre-chorus to the chorus for you guys. So you hear how it goes like it went from such a cute like little melody with Jisoo singing and then it goes really hard back into you know Lisa's rap. That is what I'm talking about by like the duality that they come with is like they could be both sweet soft but they can also be hard heavy bitches you know. And they're basically saying like I'm the type that make you love me when the only thing you've done is like. That lyric right there is fucking powerful to me. The lyric is basically saying that i'm gonna change your mind like you never liked a girl you never put all your whole you know all 10 toes deep into a relationship but i'm gonna be the bitch that makes you change because i'm that type of motherfucking girl you know what i'm saying i'm that motherfucking type of girl i love that i fucking love that and then lisa and jenny go back into the rap after the chorus which is magnificent as always this is some of the lyrics and I run them laps round everybody's mind. All these girls on some uppercase shit. That means they all cap. Ah! Oh my god. Like, these girls, they just know how to fucking rap. Like, they don't give a single fuck. All these girls on some uppercase shit. That means they all cap. Period. Because they are on all cap. They're mad that they couldn't get you how i got you because i'm that type of girl the fuck that's literally what they're saying i love that and then again jisoo with her lovely ass voice coming in with some fire ass lyrics and honestly when i first heard the song i was taken aback because i was like okay jisoo i see you she says type of girl you want to take back to your mama's house oh! she said what she said type of girl you want to take back to your mama's house because she knows she that girl like this song guys like bitch what overall this song is another favorite off the album i mean the beat is so good it makes you want to shake your ass makes you feel sexy 
And again, it is easy to sing along to after a few times of listening to the song. Plus, the lyrics are just so fire. They're uplifting women. They're telling you, you're that type of girl that make a man change his mind. Like, you're that girl. We all know you're that girl. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm that girl. And then listen to the song as you think that. Bitch, you're going to believe you're that fucking girl because you are that girl. If you're listening to Blackpink, you are that motherfucking girl. And I hope people who've never watched Black, listened to Blackpink before, listen to this podcast and be like, damn, I should really check out this album because shit is fire. Like, I'm not lying when I say this shit is fucking fire. Like, the lyrics go off, go crazy. Love, 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 love that song. All right, now let's jump into song number four called Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. This song is a Korean and English song. When I'm when I first listened to this song, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really like it, and it's not because the sound isn't something I like because I do like like pop punk beats, but it just lacked some substance and dimension for me that the other songs brought. I just felt like it was kind of like a little loose. It's a very typical cute K-pop song. Um I feel like I would put it stick it in the genre of cute K-pop songs like twice like I was mentioning before. Not that I would see twice singing this type of song, but it relates to them and it relates to the cutesy K-pop girl songs, you know? The song basically talks about how she's surprised by her own feelings for the boy she's talking about in the song, and now she wants him to tell her that he likes her too. So let's listen to the song real quick. So those lyrics are basically saying, why do I keep smiling like this? What's wrong with me? You don't know why I'm doing this either. It's ridiculous. I'm attracted to you. It's funny how I fell for your indifferent tone. And I think a lot of girls can relate to that. Um, I think a lot of girls out there find guys who are indifferent towards them very attractive for some reason, like almost mysterious, like why doesn't why don't you like me type of thing. And I think guys feel the same way towards girls. Like when girls are playing hard to get or just show no interest in the guy, they find that more appealing for some reason, which is kind of weird to me. Like why would you be attracted to someone who doesn't really show, like give a fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of weird, but... I, we're all human, I guess. Um, and then the pre-chorus, let me go play ahead and play the pre-chorus for you real quick. And that right there, she's basically saying, why did you show up? Why is it that I keep remembering? If you like me, just tell me. Yeah, yeah. Just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much the basis of the song. It's basically just saying, like, like she she basically is saying, like, I don't really want to like you, but I do. So if you feel like you like me too, just say, yeah. You know, like, let's be together. I think it's a really cute song. Like I said, it's a really girly song. It's not my cup of tea, but I don't think it's a bad song at all. Um, the bridge has more depth to the lyrics, and it brings the song together to tell more of a story as to why she feels like it's ridiculous to like him again. Um, because Jisoo and Rose, they sing, Actually, I'm a little scared. Will love hurt me once more? But the song ends with her saying, Yes, once again. So basically, she's like, Yeah, I got hurt in the past, and I... I'm afraid of loving again. However, I'm okay to say yes because I'm not giving up on love. And I like that they didn't just keep it as like a little lovey-dovey cute song. I like that they added more depth to the lyrics when they just said that because I feel like I can definitely agree with that. I am the type of girl who has been hurt in the past, like most people have been hurt, but I am the type of person where I don't really give up on love ever. And I really wish that other people would have the same outlook on love. I don't, I wish people wouldn't just like, you know, close themselves off too much. I don't think everyone should be cold to love. Just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the song says, just say, yeah, just say, yeah to love because you never know. It could change your life. 
this one person can make it a little bit different than the rest of them have. So that's song number four. Next song is called Hard to Love. This is Rose's solo song, and this is all in English. I'm kind of surprised that they did a solo song for Rose instead of doing a solo song for everybody on the in the group. Um, it was really interesting for me to ha- see that she had her own solo on the song. This is another song on the album that I didn't really enjoy that much. Not because the lyrics aren't good, because I think the lyrics are amazing. I think that's what I... I one thing I do like about the song, the beat didn't get to me. It didn't hold me in. Um, that's like not to say that it's not a good beat. It's just I am not attracted to that type of beat. But I'm sure there's people out there who really love it. And I could definitely hear this playing on like Western radios. Like I can hear this playing on the radio a thousand, ten thousand percent, you know. But this is a self-sabotage anthem. For all you self-sabotage girlies out there, listen to the song because truly... It is a fucking self-sabotage uh, song. I mean, it's self-sabotage when it comes to love, you know? So the lyrics say they really truly speak for themselves when you listen to the song. They say, she says in the chorus, Because I'm hard to love, find it hard to trust. When it feels too good, I just fuck it up. You want all of me, I can't give that much. So don't fall too hard because I'm hard to love. I love that. I think that she's really being truly honest. She sounds like she's been hurt in the past, and when she's opened up to herself to someone who then fucked her over, so now she has trust issues and isn't going to be vulnerable again with someone else because she doesn't want to go through the hurt like she did in the past. So now she's self-sabotaging because of the past and how she was fucked over, you know? But in the second verse, she kind of tells a different story than I originally thought. She said, you don't see the issues, I got them. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's true. I'll make it feel like heaven, but I'm really not a saint. And you won't see the truth because I'll be kissing it away. Yeah, I'll be all you need until I'm driving you insane. So this paints a different picture to me. It says, I think this girl is toxic. Like, too toxic. And I don't know if everyone who has self-sabotage issues is necessarily toxic. I think it's a toxic trait to have. But, you know, those lyrics that she just said makes me feel like she's a bit toxic like I'll make it feel like heaven but I'm really not a saint okay and you won't see the truth because I'll be kissing it away I can relate to that part of the lyric because a lot of the times I don't really speak up and I don't communicate my feelings so then I just you know instead of confronting my feelings and telling them how I feel I just you know kiss it away and make it not that big of a deal you know But then she says she's going to drive him insane. So I really don't fucking know. This girl just seems really toxic to me. But it doesn't seem like she wants to hurt this guy. She knows she's toxic. And she's like, listen, I'm warning you now. I got issues that I haven't dealt with. And once those same issues present themselves in the relationship, I'm dipping. So don't get attached. And if you you don't want to get hurt, you know. But I love that she's honest. But damn. Like, girl. She telling him, like, girl, listen, I'm a toxic-ass bitch. And if you know that I'm toxic and you still do this, that's on you. That's not on me. Which, I mean, go, Rosé. Period. I love the honesty queen. Go go off. Go off, sweetie. Um, but then the next song is called The Happiest Girl. This is the sixth, 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 Jesus, I can't say that word. Sixth song in the album called The Happiest Girl. This is an all-English song. This song is for the girls who have ever experienced a breakup or are going through one right now. This is the perfect motherfucking song, guys, for a breakup. I love this song for a breakup. Even if I'm not in a breakup because I'm currently single, I will still blast this song in my car because I love sad, melancholy-ass fucking songs. I don't know why, but it just gets to me. I love the feels that those type of songs bring. This song is about how they're going to be the happiest girl in the world and they will prove it to them. They will act as if nothing happened and then they can hold back their tears if they want to. I mean, a bad bitch gotta do what she gotta do for the public. But honey, remember, it's okay to cry in private. private. But just don't let them see you sweat is pretty much what they're saying. Don't let him see you sweat. Don't let him see how hurt you are. Make it seem like you don't give a single motherfucking fuck about whatever the fuck happened Tell him to fuck off. But in private, girl, you can 
you can cry if you want to. <laughs> it's okay to cry. If anything, it's actually healthy to cry. So let me play a little bit of the first verse for you guys in the chorus. Don't hold my hand, don't back me back, don't say that we'll make it through this if I'm so beautiful and why? I'm gonna stop right there because that verse is fucking hard. She says, Don't hold my hand, don't beg me back, don't say that we're going to get through this. If I'm so beautiful, then why? Bitch, I felt that because sometimes you don't want them to beg for you back. You sometimes just want them to fucking leave and leave you alone, you know? Like, just get the fuck out of my face is pretty much the feelings I'm getting from that first that first lyric. Now let's move on to the pre-chorus. Oh my lord. I I'm in love with Jesus' voice. Did you hear that? That was like literally angels coming out of the sky and singing to you. <laughs> I love her voice. It's like soft like honey. It's velvety. Oh, I love her voice. It's so beautiful and rich. I love it. But she basically that part of the song gets me every time. She says, "My heart only wants you the moment you say no." And why is that such facts? Like, the more they push you away, the more they say no is like you want them more. Why do we do that to ourselves? You know, that's such a, like, uh, a weird thing to feel. Like, wanting someone so bad even when they don't want you. It's fucking sad, but like, it's so true. Why? I don't get it. Anyways, moving on. And so let's move on to the chorus. But tonight I'll be So that's Rose, Jenny, and Jisoo singing. Right now we only heard Lisa. I mean, yeah, we only heard Lisa. I'm sorry. I meant to say it's only Lisa, Jenny, and Jisoo who are singing in the chorus. But right now we only heard Lisa and Jisoo. Um, but they're basically saying, but tonight I'll be the happiest girl in the world. You'll see. Like, it doesn't matter. I can stop the tears if I want to. That verse, that chorus is like very rich and sultry and sad and melancholy like it's beautiful and sad at the same time i just really 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 love that i love how like the i love how it has very a lot of dimensions to that chorus i think it's a really beautiful chorus but let's go go ahead and move on to the bridge which is probably my favorite part it's it gets me the most for sure for sure all it takes is a smooth bubble that bridge was crazy especially like it's crazy because it's k-pop we have to remember k-pop is very like cutesy lovey-dovey especially for girls singing that kind of stuff I mean, at least back then when I was listening to K-pop, that's what it was about. It wasn't really about, like, doing, drinking and, like, smoking weed is basically what they're fucking saying in this lyric. But it just reminds me of, like, when I was 18 and I was trying to numb the pain. I mean, I still fucking do that shit, you know. I still drink to numb the pain. I still smoke a little bit of weed to numb the pain. Not necessarily about, like, heartbreak, but, like, about life in general. And I don't know, that's just, that's, I think that was really cool of them to add that in because it's relatable, you know? But overall, I really like this song. The beat and the lyrics just do it for me. And Jisoo's voice is angelic. Jisoo is probably definitely my favorite singer in the group, but Lisa for sure has my fucking heart. I love her. But let's move on to uh, song number seven. We're almost done, guys. Sorry for this being so long, but, you know, it's a review. I have to review every song on the album like what the fuck anyways the next song number seven is called tally this is another song that's in english on the album 
And again, this is another bad bitch fucking anthem. I absolutely love this song. I am all about girls being in power, seeing what they want, when they want it. I mean, we live in such a misogynistic world. So when we have women artists who talk their shit, it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. Because we need more of that. This song is about doing what the boys do. So let's get into some of the lyrics. I love those lyrics. I mean, she's literally saying, I say fuck it when I feel it. No one's keeping tally. I'll do what I want with who I like. I ain't gonna conceal it. While you talking all that shit, I be getting mine. Girl. This is like a Megan Thee Stallion song. <laughs> but just soft and sweet. Like, it's a very melancholy song, even though they're singing, like, such hard lyrics. They're basically saying fuck you, but in a really, really sweet way. <laughs> Some other lyrics in the song are like, I'll do what I want with who I like. I'll do it like the boys say, I'll be getting mine, getting mine. So they're basically saying, you know how fuck boys are just like, oh, I do what I want when I want it and I fuck whoever I want. They're saying like, okay, well, why can't I do the fucking same? You know what I'm saying? And then they're also basically like, they aren't apologizing for what they're doing and their actions that they're doing. They're telling you, I don't give a fuck. It's my body and it's my rules. And they're going to play just how the fuckboys do. So let's listen to that part of the song. That is the pre-chorus, but the introduction that I showed you was the chorus. I say fuck it cause I feel it. You know that part. Um, that is the chorus, but the part before that where she's like, everybody judged but looking, but looking twice. My body don't belong to none of y'all and I'm not gonna change cause you say so. Don't apologize for my behavior. If you're offended, I don't care. Staring at me instead of staring in the mirror. Like they're just basically telling you like fuck you. Why don't you start judging yourself instead of judging other people? Look at yourself in the mirror and stop questioning the things that I do and the actions that I take. It's my body. I do what the fuck I want to do with my body. Why are we allowing fuckboys to do what the fuck they want, but I can't do the same? It's different for men, but why is it not different for women? Why can't it be the same? You know? And I love that song. I'm all about body positivity and love yourself, especially when it comes to people you choose to hook up with. And I think they're right to do what it is that they fuck, that the fuckboys do if they want to. And it's, and again, another easy song to sing to, and you listen to it a few times, and you can catch the lyrics easily, which I love to be able to sing the song in the car. Like, I remember I was listening to the whole album, and I was already catching up, picking up on the lyrics as I was listening to it, and I only heard it one time. You know what I'm saying? And it's really melancholy. It's a vibe. I really love it. I think it's a cute song. A bad bitch anthem. Like I said. It's a bad bitch motherfucking anthem. Alright. Now for the last song called Ready for Love. This is a Korean and English song. If this song came out a few years ago, I would have related to it so much. In that time. I mean, I still do relate to it to this song because I went through it so I understand everything they're talking about it is a dance pop song um and fun fact about Korean music when you when you have like a dance pop hip-hop beat or pop dance pop beat you might think that it's a happy-go-lucky song and it's like a cute dance tune but really sometimes the lyrics kind of are really serious and like kind of sad I don't know why k-pop music does that but it's really interesting so let's go into the first verse with Jisoo and Lisa singing. Yeah. 
So that right there is Jisoo and Lisa singing, Yeah, I don't know how many times you've thrown my heart away. A train of thoughts run nonstop, keeping me up all night. Yeah, only when you're in need. Yeah, you only call me when you're in need. Yeah, even though you only call me when you're in need, I still like you because it's you. Bitch, I have been there. When a man called me, a man in particular that I've talked about in my other podcast episodes, when he called me, I... Whatever the fuck I was doing, if it was 4 o'clock in the morning, if it was I was taking a shower, I don't give a fuck. What the fuck I was doing, I would drop my shit, wake up out of my dead sleep, answer that motherfucking call, and drive my ass to him. That's toxic. That is not cute. That is not good for you. However, I did it because, what? I like you because it's you. Even though I know you're just using me, and you just call me when you need me, I'm still gonna like you. (laughs) And that's literally what they're saying. Which is absolutely crazy that it kind of boggles my mind sometimes when, like, you relate so much to a song. It's like you live the same life as me. And I love that. I love that you can be really relatable with all the artists that you enjoy and listen to. So let's jump into the pre-chorus real quick. So that was a pre-chorus going right into the cor- the chorus. And they're pre- basically saying, I really need you in my world. Open your eyes. Here I am in front of you. And then transitions to the dancey chorus that says, tell me when you're ready because I'm already ready. I love that. I just love that. I love the beat. I love everything about it. Um, It's so cute. I really need you in my world. Open your eyes. Here I am in front of you. Just fucking open your eyes, bitch. I'm right here. <laughs> and then it goes into Lisa's rap break, which has another fire ass line in it. What I need is forever and forever, baby, not sometimes. Bitch, if that's not facts, I don't know what the fuck is. What I need is forever and forever, baby, not sometimes. So when you're ready, I'll be ready. This is a very heartwarming song, and it's letting the guy know that she's interested and that she's all in and she's waiting for him to be for him to be as well. And she will protect him and love him with all her heart. I'm a hopeless romantic, so I really feel this song hardcore, which is why it's a favorite of mine. And I really enjoy the song and the album. Overall, this is a great ending to the album. I think this is really, really good song to close the album with. But yeah, so that's all eight songs on the album. This is my album review. Um, Let's give it a... F- I'm going to give it... A 4.5 out of 5. I think it's just missing... I don't know. There, It's just missing something. I feel like not every song on the album was hard punching and like, oof, really good. I mean, I did like more than half of the songs in the album. So that's why I'm giving it a 4.5 out of 5. Because overall, I think it's an amazing album. It was just missing a little bit of a little bit of something for me. When I first listened to the album, I definitely wished there was more Korean in it. And I feel like there was a lot more English than there was Korean um but like I said overall I'm getting it a 4.5 out of 5 because this song is this album is fire and I am so excited to just like play this on repeat and definitely try to learn the dance for Pink Venom like I'm not kidding when I fucking say that I'm gonna try to learn that dance because I've heard it's a really easy dance to like to learn um I kind of got some of the things down I just haven't actually you know tried to fucking dance to it but um Yeah, this is my review for the Born Pink album. I hope you guys like this. Let me know um, in the IG for this podcast, the DMs. Let me know if you really like this. I'm going to create a Gmail for this account, for this podcast as well, just for you guys to reach me on email as well. Um, When I do do that, I'll update on the IG that I'm creating the Gmail and what the Gmail is. 
But yeah, so that's my that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please stay tuned for more videos from more episodes from me, not videos. I mean, stay tuned for the videos for the music video reactions on my YouTube channel that I'm gonna link in the description. Please make sure you follow the IG just doing my best the pod underscore the podcast just doing my best underscore the podcast. Yeah, that's all I have for you guys. I love you. See you guys in the next episode. Bye!